What if I was? I asked. And it would just be a wedding, period. Another boy drew up beside the first and punched him in the shoulder, hard enough that he took a step back. Then the new boy turned to me. He must not have noticed me before his friend spoke, because his once over went on way too long. Long enough to turn into staring. I ordered my makeup to stay put, sweat or no sweat, and tried to hide any reaction to the exam. Distressingly, I found it difficult to be offended. The boy was tall, wearing a black tank top that showed off a tan and a strong build. Long brown hair brushed his chin, and his eyes flashed like pennies tossed into the air. I had a trick where I threw a handful of pennies and caught them on the return trip, only to reveal an empty palm. He should have been as easy to dismiss as those coins were to make vanish, given that being cute didn't make up for having bad taste in friends. But he wasn't. There was something about the cut of his jawline as he angled it when he saw me neutrally returning his examination that made me wonder what his story was. Ignore him. He's an idiot, he said finally. I can believe he's an idiot. What's your excuse? When he looked amused but didn't say anything, I added, For staring. Sorry. There's something about you, he said. Your eyes. It was almost like I recognized you. But I don't think we've met. My eyes were a perfectly ordinary green. I rolled them. We haven't. No way I'd have forgotten. What are you? he asked. There was a vague lilt to his voice, not quite an accent. Here for, I mean. In answer, I slipped my hand into my pocket and whipped out a deck of cards. This was no time to be flashy and put on the cuffs for a trick of my own design. So I executed a perfect circle fan with the cards instead, thrusting them to one side and forming them into a complete circle. The backs were red and black and white, patterned to make a round roulette wheel. The circle fan looked easy done right. This was. The other boy cackled in response and nudged the brown hair boy's shoulder. To his credit, he stepped away from his howler monkey of a friend. Name's Desmond, but you can call me Des, he said, tipping his chin down to me before starting to walk away. And that's not magic, he added, pointing at my cards. Yes, it was. It wasn't what I was most proud of but the hours of practice that single technique has required to master scrolled through my brain. The endless time spent training my fingers to find the right position automatically. I could count on one hand the number of magicians who could do it as well as me. It's impressive anyway, he tossed over his shoulder. I stood in offended silence. He stopped and called back. Auditions are this way, girl who hasn't told me her name yet. I could have introduced myself then, but I decided it was smarter to keep something up my sleeve. Still, I trailed them through the grass and vehicles, 
arrogant Dez and his cackling sidekick. Dez had one of the black envelopes in his left hand. I was curious what his act was. We reached a table set up outside the giant tent, where a few business-suited women were collecting invites and checking names off a list. I waited until Dez was done signing in before I approached. The petite woman taking names and dispensing numbers barely even glanced at the much-labored-over fake ID that provided me with a different last name. I hadn't been able to resist giving it a showy flair. So my new handle was Moira Miracle. Mostly, I didn't want Dad to know I was here, which would be inevitable if people found out I was his daughter. I also worried my real identity would set expectations I couldn't live up to. I handed her the black invitation.